Before we start, yeah, can I just uh, go through a couple of films the uh, director of what we're going to watch has done. Okay, but like before we start, we're not we're before recording, we, but this isn't before we, no, we're recording. Oh, right. This okay. is the episode, but I'm doing okay. a cold open. All oh, right, okay. So uh, the Brady Bunch movie, the uh, you know, okay, right, kind of uh, satirical takedown of sitcoms into movies. Right. The Late Shift about. Uh, Letterman and Leno, who was going to take over Johnny Carson's spot. Oh. Have the they Eddie Murphy. They have. They they they've they've written the War for Late Night, which was the book about the uh, Conan Leno shit. Yeah. But they haven't adapted that yet, and it's really hard to get that book at the moment. I've been looking for it for years. Oh really? Yes. Um, the Eddie Murphy starring Doctor Doolittle. Oh, that's not bad. I haven't seen it for years, but I remember enjoying it as a kid. Does John Tucker. Up? John Tucker must die. That I remember really enjoying. It's you remember the, the film about John Tucker must die. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Okay. The uh, Squeakle. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I believe that's the one in which uh, Zachary Levi takes over because Jason Lee is currently in a coma or something for a while so that he doesn't have to be in it too much because he doesn't want to be in it because he was doing My Name is Elstil. Right. <laughs> uh, and I think most importantly to you, I Spy. I Spy. I Spy. The uh, Eddie Murphy, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Comedy. That's one you've seen, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yes. that's one. Uh, that's what yeah, I'm that, talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was trying to remember if I'd mentioned before. It was like one of those ones that we saw in the video store. And it's a fun one. And like, have you seen it? No, I've, I've seen it. I rented it once. Yeah. And I did not think it was anything. I thought it was so boring. Do you remember anything from it? I remember that it came with a uh, booklet with a chapters list in it when I rented it from Blockbuster or DVD. You don't remember the chapters. I don't. No, I don't remember right. any of the chapters. I just. I just remember it was one of those ones that came with the book, and I remember it was a very um, boring film. I don't remember anything about it. Do you not remember? Um, there's a sequence where they've got no. like a gadget. <laughs> they've got a gadget where they put like a contact lens in their eye, so they can see what each other is seeing. Like you know, it, and it shows the their perspective, and it's like half of their vision is the other person's vision or something. I think it was. Okay. Um, and Eddie That's Murphy. A funny idea. Eddie Murphy uh, um, gets Owen Wilson to put it on to woo the the female lead, whoever it is, and uh, and then Eddie Murphy just starts singing the song, and uh, and Owen Wilson's like saying it line by line in all matter of seriousness. I can't remember what song it is. I really want to watch I Spy now. I wonder is it available anywhere? Um, you know, I'll I'll have a look. Yeah, I'm just gonna type it into here. Um. Cancelled because of connections to Cosby. <laughs> what? Connections to Cosby? I don't remember that. Oh, well, uh, he was uh, the Eddie Murphy character in the TV version. Oh, uh, really? Back in the day, the original uh, TV uh, version. Uh, it's uh, available to rent on Apple TV and Amazon and uh, Rakuten. Yeah, I wouldn't rent it. <laughs> oh, you want to buy it? Okay, well, it's available <laughs> to buy it in stores as well. No, I mean, if it was on a streaming service to pop oh, well, on. Well, that's, this is the UK. Let's go to America. Yeah. Where Cosby was still allowed to tour for a while. Yeah. Uh, nope, still, still only available to rent yeah. in places and buy yeah, in places. It doesn't suck. Doesn't <laughs> suck. It means you don't have to watch it. You can focus on uh, the fact that my name is uh, Andrew Jones. And very clearly, as you can tell from this uh, opening, I am a cinephile. She also has done two episodes of Grace and Frankie, amazing show. Oh, 
Oh, I'm Johnny Ennis and I'm Movie Mad. And I did have another... Um... Oh, sorry, go on. Asta. Did I have a bit? No, 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 no. You did have another what? I had a different uh, cold open I was going to do before you went into yours. Um, but it was just about... Did you Have you heard about... Um, because my cousin sent me an article about no, your cousin. Can we just can we just confirm? Yeah, Rachel or Vinny? <laughs> Mark. Um, oh hi. <laughs> uh, he sent me an article saying that apparently, and I didn't even know he was in the film. Um, Barry Ke- Keoghan. Ke- Barry Keoghan. Yeah, Keoghan. Um, he's going to be in the Batman. And there's rumours that he's going to be playing Joker in the Batman. Is that why he got uh, stabbed a couple of months ago? I didn't know he got stabbed a couple he of months got, ago. Uh, his face was slashed up outside a nightclub and he was in hospital for a while because he was like, oh, oh. he's got his face fucked up by some cunt. How he got the scars? That's what I'm now suddenly like, yeah. is that what that joke <laughs> is or something? Because it was really like, oh my God, poor Barry. Well, apparently his brother put up, because people were um, tweeting his brother or something, I don't know, tweeting about the fact that... Uh, his Barry, Barry Kevin Keegan. Yeah. Um, that Barry's going to be playing um, Joker and apparently his brother put up a tweet or something and swiftly deleted it but the tweet did say well it's out now my brother is playing Joker in uh, Batman yeah um, I don't want to see it next year yeah I don't know whether he's just trolling people or what but maybe, 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 maybe it's just like yeah, Matt Reeves likes Irish actors to play crazy bad guys Yeah, because I'm so fucking excited for Colin Farrell in that film I don't care about the rest of the film but Colin Farrell is a penguin yeah, oh, no, um, I can't wait for Riddler. But I feel like it's not going to be the Riddler that we know and love. It's, it's no, it's going to be, be... Uh, a Riddler who is wandering around a uh, toy store trying to find something uh, for, for Ellen for a bit. I want... There's a joke about the film for Ellen, in which Paul Dano wanders around the toy store for five minutes looking for something to buy his daughter. It's tedious. I can't see him in the Riddler costume. Yeah, I can yeah. see him out of the Riddler costume. Hold on a second. Oh, yeah, that's slipping off slow. Ooh, yeah, use that key. That's part oh, of the hello, reason man. I love... Part of the reason I love Riddler is the, the, cost, the, the green and black costume and the uh, the cane that he uses and stuff. You know, I just think it's a really cool look. Um, Instead, he's just going to look like he is in prisoners. Gold yeah. glasses, kind of overstuffed coat and uh, being maliciously beaten by Hugh Jackman. Yeah, and it's like, uh, okay. So I'm hoping... I'm hoping that's that's what I'm looking forward to. It's Riddler being on the big screen again for the first time in forever. Um, but so, would you? Are you are you uh, excited? Yeah. Are you uh, enraged about uh, a piece of? Oh, mad film. Yeah. Are you oh, yeah. movie mad? I am indeed movie mad. Oh, that's the name of the podcast. <laughs> like each week, I uh, show you a uh, feature film, and uh, maybe you've seen it, maybe you haven't. It's kind of trying to expand your understanding of cinema. And yep. it's something I've uh, moved on to doing to other people who are younger than you now, because other people are even less understanding of things. This is how I tell you that, uh, uh, that we're breaking up. Just as long as you're hanging out with you know, yo, 21 and 25-year-old people who are starting to get into cinema and huh? teaching them some of the ways by showing them, I don't know. Do you know what I did on my Norwegian holiday? I showed I them the burbs. I showed them oh. the burbs. Remember that was episode one of this podcast? I got to do it again. I was sure that you're gonna say uh, New York Winter's Tale. No, no. But no. my friend did have the uh, book of that sitting on the shelf. Yes, I <laughs> you sent me a picture of that. I yeah. had to send you a picture of that because uh, it felt like it was very integral. Yeah. We did of course all watch Dear Evan Hansen together. I've not even bothered 
Well, I have. Guess what? <laughs> Don't. Yeah. Also, I've also let there be carnage, and guess what? Wretched. Yeah. Do you know what? My sister just got invited to a thing tomorrow night. She was trying to get me to go with her. Um, a uh... <gasps> was it Chips Hardy going to do like a laugh along and say, "This is what happens when you don't climb into <laughs> right, Tom." <laughs> you stupid came, kid. She came in to my room and woke me up, and she goes, uh, oh, "I've just been invited to a PR thing." She goes, "Sony Pictures." And I was like, yeah, "Holy fuck, Spider-Man! Am I going to get to see Spider-Man early?" And she's like, "Oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess." Um, Sony Pictures, what else do they have coming up? Is it just another screen of Mitchell's Birth of Machines? <laughs> no, it's... Is it um, Vivo? Are they showing Vivo on the big screen? No, because... Uh, do you like Vivo? I've not seen Vivo yet. Have, I, wait, I'll, I'll put, a second. I put it on my list. There's a, there's a Lin-Manuel movie you've not seen in which he sings. I know, I know, I know. I know. And Lackmore wrote the songs with him. Yep, I know, I know. But I like the... Matt. You're not even <laughs> musical, Matt. I don't know you anymore. <laughs> But my sister got invited to a, a PR thing um, at Meat Liquor tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Um, because Meat Liquor are doing two new burgers, a Venom burger and a Carnage burger. Um, yeah. But what about Michelle Williams burger? Where it pops up every so often, you're like, you're too good for this place. What are you doing here? I get it. You're making enough money so that Kelly Reichardt can make more films. But you feel like you should be fundamentally in a different burger place. <laughs> And it's um, what about it's, Reed Scott Burger, which is like, yeah, I mean, you were here the first time round. Now you've got like a, an action sequence, which I guess like it's like a spicy retort. But you just feel like you're you're there for no reason whatsoever. What's going on? Or is there a Naomi Harris Burger, which is like, <laughs> you've got an Oscar nomination, dude. I know you're um, doing voiceover for like an uh, uh, you know an advert now, but that's what Jim Broadbent does and Michael Gamble does. You're in the big leagues. You don't need to be here. Naomi Harris Burger. You're better than this. You and Michelle Williams Burger should go off and do something much better. Probably something where you're actually a character or a burger. <laughs> it's to celebrate um, Venom oh, Let There Be Carnage. Is, is there a Reese Shearsmith Burger which just pops up randomly and then gets its head bitten off? It's like, oh, well, why? <laughs> is there a Scroobius Pick Burger who pops up randomly and you're like, oh, I've got his drive jacket at home. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I'm done. I'm done. To celebrate the release of uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage on VOD tomorrow, I yeah. believe. Um, Actually, it's already out. Oh, is it already out? Monday. Came out Monday. Oh, that's strange. In the UK. Um, and so they've got, yeah, they've got a Venom Burger and a uh, Carnage Burger. Oh, sorry, a what burger? A Carnage Burger. And a... Uh... Venom. Venom, Venom, Venom. Venom. <laughs> uh, so I, I did look it up to see what the burgers are like, because mm-hmm. she's basically been invited to, um, to Meat Liquor to try these burgers and then she gets a link a free link to watch the movie at home um so i have a feeling i'm gonna be watching the movie again um, i'm so sorry after booking like eight different times and finally getting to see it just for the end credit scene and i was like okay that's was how it, it worth it not really i mean it's fine I, at, at the end of the day i was just like at least it was only 90 minutes you know at least it wasn't like all the other comic book movies but, where you know, like, it felt like it was shang chi length Shang-Chi felt like it was fucking eternal. <laughs> I've not seen Eternals. I'm assuming that's short and sweet, really. Oh, well. Um, I'll get, I'm I'll not seeing Eternals. I'll tell you about the burgers, though. Um, the Venom is two aged beef Venom. patties. Uh, American cheese, pickle ketchup. This is sponsored by Venom, Let There Be Carnage, a film I've shat on just for the last ten minutes. <laughs> green chilli and lettuce served with tater tots. And the carnage is fried chicken, American cheese, Nashville hot sauce, Vinegar slaw, pickles, and comeback sauce. Self repeat. I think Ramos Jr. was in Winter Wonderland yesterday. Sorry? 
Sorry, it's just like he was trending. I just noticed he twenty hours ago he was taking pictures around Winter Wonderland in High Park. Who was sorry? Anthony Ramos Jr. Oh right. Hmm. Let's get him on the podcast. We've watched two of his works. Yeah. Let's get us Navi in. It's so annoying. Um... With Venom and whatever bullshit you're talking about, because <laughs> I want to think about Anthony Ramos, who is awesome. It's annoying. Um, Winter Wonderland. You have to book in advance this year. Yep. Can't just show up can randomly. Just up. Yeah. I usually rock up. It's almost like last weekend pandemic. when it's slow. But anyway, um, hey, what film are we watching this week? Oh, you don't want to tell me what the uh, Carnage Bond has? I don't. I told you what the Carnage one. Nashville. Oh, I, don't listen, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't give a fuck. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you I'm again. done. I'm done um, with this franchise. The so the Venom comes with two beef patties, and the Carnage is just one ch- uh, fried chicken, American cheese, Nashville hot sauce, uh, vinegar slaw, pickles, and comeback sauce. I don't, I don't know what comeback sauce. sauce. Yeah. I don't want Woody House's comeback sauce. Yeah. That's that that is an indecent proposal right there. We're watching <laughs> private parts this week. We the are Howard indeed. Stern movie starring Howard Stern. Oh, it is. The cast Howard, list includes okay. Howard Stern as Howard Stern, Robin Quivers as Robin Quivers. So Okay, interesting. Get yourself ready. Yeah, because um, what, what do you know about Howard Stern? Uh I know he's a uh Shocking disc jockey. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really know that much. Um and he's quite—it's quite outrageous, yeah, with this interview style. Oh well, and he's you know he's—he's—he's. Kind of... he's, he's it's this about the hot career and wild times of Howard Stern, America's wildest, raunchiest, and most controversial radio host. Yeah. So it's wild times about the wildest uh, host. So wild. Does he play himself as a kid as well? Just on his knees, like Gary Oldman. No, yeah, he's on his knees, but it's not because of Gary Oldman. It's a bit more. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. That's um, a child's sex joke because I'm a horrible person. Yeah, I don't know too much about him. I know he's, I know he's got the hair. I've seen some interviews. Someone's he's... at the door. Someone's at the door. Oh, uh-oh. I don't want to open it. Hello. Oh god. Hi. Guess who? Oh, it's Star of Spider-Man: No Way Home. The Rhino. <laughs> How's it going? Can you can you confirm if you're going to be in Spider-Man? I'm already in Spider-Man. In Spider-Man No Way Home, can you confirm? Can you tell us what it was like being on set? Are Toby and uh, Andrew in it? I was on set for Tick, Tick, Boom. Really? I was on the brunch set. I was like, hey, can I get something to eat? And they was like, no, we're doing a scene. I was like, I can sing. I can dance. I've been on Broadway. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Why are you in why am I why, here? Why are you here when we're talking why about a, a Howard Stern Why would Paul Giamatti come onto a podcast talking about a film starring Howard Stern, an old buddy of mine? I wonder, what I, could it be? Are you going to turn up in the film? Am I going to be on season six of Billions? Starting mm. January. Aren't you excited? Damien Lewis has left the show now. Oh, has he? Yeah, he left at the end of season five. Spoiler alert. <laughs> After his wife died, he decided not to do Martha's show. I don't know oh. why. Very sad, very sad. I wonder. Yeah. Y.P. Helen McCrory. Yes. Yeah. But instead, we've replaced him with... Howard Stern. The bad guy from Ant-Man. Remember him? Um, Wasp Man. Yeah, Baldy. Baldy. I like to laugh at him because I've got lovely hair. 
the one thing people know about Paul's oh. body is my hair is luscious and thick. Me and no. Howard, we got on because our hair was both luscious and thick. I'm not going to lie, now I want to We looked in the mirror like, we're hair twins. We're <laughs> hair twins. Do you want to find out? Do you, do, you, do you want to find out if I'm in the film? I think you should go to IMDb and find out if Paul Giamatti's in the film. Oh, you want I me think, to spoil I think myself? you should spoil yourself. I think it's very important you know what character I play. Uh, I hope it's listed correctly on IMDb. Otherwise, this joke will not be going well. It's okay. a big reveal. It's a big reveal. It's loading. It's loading. parts from 1972. Well, guess what? It doesn't it's, <laughs> spoil it. It doesn't spoil it on IMDb. Unless my actual name and not the nickname they call me throughout the entire fucking film. The one thing people come up to me on the street and call me and yell at my face. Kenny. It does, yeah, they call, they come to me and they definitely say, hey, Kenny. Kenny. That's, that's, that's what definitely said, that's Kenny. what they call me. Imagine, can you give, can you, can you try and guess? I'll give you five guesses what my name might also be in this film. Fuck what? Klaus. Dickhole. Not quite. Cunt. Wow, no, you were, you were, you were there with the two, the two terms. Right. Stick with tune, tune t- nickname simultaneously. Douchebag. Claude, not, not quite so close. Uh, uh, how many have I got? One more. Right. One I'll more give guess. you one and a half more. So <laughs> I'll give you two. I'm, I'm, not, I'm a nice guy. Paul Giamatti, famously nice guy. You get two more. It's nice not guy. a two no, no, you uh, get two more because that was stupid. That was just you being silly. I can't, I, I can take a joke. I thought you were giving me a clue. <laughs> you giving me a clue. No, I'm um, not giving you any clues. Um, asshole. Oh, no, asshole. That's, that's too normal. You're going to think like wild and raunchy from the hot and wild times of Howard uh-huh. Stern. What's, he's most controversial. What would be controversial to say on the radio that didn't involve swearing? That didn't involve swearing. Back in the day, you couldn't swear on the radio. Right. Back in the day, I couldn't go on the radio and call everyone the cunt word, but you just said it on a podcast. <laughs> Fucking is it, podcast. Is it obvious? It's not obvious at all. But when you think of me for a single second, you're like, yep, 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 of course he was. Of course he was. I was like, I think I can only do impersons of uh, There'll Be Blood. Hold on a second. If you have a milkshake, <laughs> and I have a milkshake, and my straw stretches across the room, and into your milkshake, I can drink your milkshake. I drink it up. I was fired on day one. Yeah, understandable. Um, I said, hey, what if my milkshake was licorice pizza flavored? And he said, that gives me an idea. And then he went and hit Fiona Apple a couple more times. PTA, good guy. Good fucking guy. Okay. Is it prick something, something prick? Nope, nope. But it begins with a P. Pussy. Face. No, no, they wouldn't get away with the word pussy. They wouldn't get away with that, please. When you think of Paul Giamatti, what's, your, what's, an, ani- what's an animal you think of? An animal? Yeah, think of an animal. Pig. Fucker. Okay. Pig okay. Yeah, you got half of it. Now think of a bodily function when you think of me. Pig fart. Pig, pig brain. No, pig, no. Pig, pig shit. No, no. Other, other end. Pig piss. No, not quite. Other, other, top end. Yeah, pig, close, pig, close. Another one for that. There we go. People will come up to me on the street and say, hey, pig vomit. I'm going to like this I film. play pig vomit. That's Paul Giamatti's M.O. 
In the 90s, I was pig bummered. In the 90s, I was wine wanker. Now I'm billions. <laughs> My career. I play, I'm Paul Giamatti and I play pig bummer. Well, shall we watch Paul Giamatti in, uh, as pig bummer? I, I get paid if you watch it or not now. Oh, let's probably not watch it then. No, no, watch it, watch it. See my artwork. It's like watching me live. Yeah, you're not selling it. <laughs> Although, I'm not going to lie, I am Tim, I am uh, in the mood to watch uh, Rock of Ages now. Yeah, what if I was in Rock of Ages playing Pig Bummit? <laughs> you're always playing Pig you'll, you'll always be Pig Bummit. I mean, in a way, if you look at me, film. if you look at me as Cinderella Man, Pig Bummit. Straight up Pig Bummit. <laughs> Well, Big um, Liar, whatever the film was called, Big Fat Liar. <laughs> when I get covered in blue, that blue Big Little Liar. Pink. Big Little Liar, it's me, my girls Laura Dern and Shailen <laughs> Woodley. We're having wine, thinking about a murder on the beach, and then they go, <laughs> hey, Pig Vomit. Like, yeah, that's me again. I will dress up as Pig Vomit and do my Pig Vomit dance. Well, yeah, of course I will, Reese. Reese Witherspoon. I love Reese Witherspoon. I was meant to be in the morning show, you know that? They wrote that character for me. I was meant to be cancelled in the first episode and then killed off immediately. And they're like, actually, we cast someone likable. <laughs> um, they, I'm very intrigued. With Mark Duplass. I'm very intrigued. Yeah, you thought I was going to say Steve Carell, but <laughs> I was playing the Mark Duplass role. Um, I'm very intrigued to see uh, how you get the name Pig Vomit. Oh, um, maybe it's because it I look like Paul Giamatti. Is it explained or? Do maybe it's because you've ever seen pig pig Paul Giamatti and you immediately went, nice guy. You're like, no, pig vomit. Of course you fucking think pig vomit. It's me. <laughs> do you, does your character I turn look up? at myself and I go, pig vomit. Does your character turn up and go, hi, I'm Kelly. And, and Howard Stern just goes, mm, I'm going to call you pig vomit. And what if that. I came up and said, hi, I'm pig vomit. They go, mm, you look like a Kelly to me. And then <laughs> I'm offended. I'm angry. <laughs> I'm disgusted. Well, there's only one way to find out, I suppose. Fight. No. Oh, okay. oh I thought that. I thought that was going to be the. No, I, there was a genuine question. Is that what we have to do? Dukes up. Um. No. Shirts versus sure skins. I don't mind taking my shirt off. I can take other things off if you want as well. I am not opposed to doing nudity if the scene requires it. And almost always they say, "Stop it! It's a kids' film." Yep. Let's start the film before he Frankie takes Munez doesn't closer. know what almost hit him. You think, oh, he's wearing Speedos in that scene. You think, well, the other version was different. Do you know, I kept insisting to have a cigar, a monkey, cigar. and light a cigar for me on Jungle Cruise. I was like, Disney, I want I want to be smoking a cigar, and a monkey's always going to come up and light my cigar for me. And they're like, no, we can't have smoking in this film. So I got a parrot on my shoulder. But I wanted a cigar. I wanted a monkey and a cigar. Jungle Cruise too. Get rid of Dwayne. Get it with Emily, me, and a cigar monkey. Who needs anything? They're still off in London talking about underwear. I'm still on the jungle with a boat. I can be having jungle cruises. Or it can just be me, you know, hooking up with hot guys. It can be called jungle cruising. It's fine. I don't mind. I'll be, I'll be, whatever it is, if it's cigar shaped, I'll put it in my mouth and I'll have a monkey light up on me. Paul Giamatti. I'm okay with everything. Shall we start the film? 
Once upon a time, in a land far, far away, there lived a dreamer whose only wish was to spread joy among his fellow men. But there was one problem. Oh, give it to me. He was different. Oh, oh. You like that, huh? Oh, yes, I love it, baby. You want to be a disc jockey? Very much so. But are you an idiot? How else do you stink? You're a somewhat abnormal person with a somewhat abnormal job. He was offensive. The underpants are coming off. That is the first naked lady in the history of radio. This is disgraceful. We should be taken off the air. He was obnoxious. I'm going to have sex with you right now over the radio. And I want you to straddle the speaker. He was disgusting. <laughs> I thought you were going to control this guy. You want me to go on? Yes! A woman had an orgasm on the air. This is the best sex I ever had. <laughs> they tried to shut him up. You want to tame him? Did you say testicles on the air? Oh, yes. <laughs> Switch him off. Oh, my God. She has swallowed an entire 13-inch kielbasa. You gotta love that, folks. Your husband's quite a character. Just an act. And tune him out. Don't sing along with the music. <laughs> <laughs> no jokes dealing with flatulence. I refuse to work with this man one minute longer. I want to beat these guys, and the only way to do that is to stay on the air. Oh, you are the Antichrist! You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. This is good. This is good. Private Parts, the true story of a man with big dreams. We are gathered here today in praise of me. And a very small... No, no, no. No, 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 no. They got to penis. Oh. And they all lived happily ever after, right? Yeah, that was... Uh, the marriage ended in 2001 thing. with an amicable divorce and settlement. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Yep. After she realised he uh, was the mastermind behind 9-11. I mean, yeah, this was uh, October. You can listen oh, to... Oh, it was you October, can... so? Oh, yeah, I'm not... It doesn't say on Wikipedia. Oh, right. it's <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he does have an alibi for 9-11, of course. Oh, does he? Yeah, he mm. was live recording. That is one of the uh, classic things on YouTube. You can listen to the the episode that was broadcast in New York that oh, morning. Right. And it's okay. fun for a while, and then it becomes really, really brutal because they are live reporting, realising what's going on. Yeah, I can't imagine. Even, fun he, stuff he, stuff. even yeah. he wouldn't be able to keep Oh, no, no, right. it's earnest. It gets yeah. earnest, mm. as it should. Yeah, because human beings are human beings. Um, I gotta tell you the first, um, the first third of this film, yeah. I wasn't into it. No. And then once, once you get the moment, which was, what was, what was the first moment he had? Oh, Sex on the uh, subwoofer. Yeah, I think it must be that. I was thinking something else. Oh, when he was talking, when he started talking to uh, his uh, news... He talked to Robert about yeah. getting laid. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay, he's he's pushing the boundaries a bit, and, and then he kind he's of... He's testing waters great. and uh, bringing other people in. Yeah. Um, I was watching this whole thing thinking, this is a man who I am... Because I didn't really, and I still don't know too much about him, really, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've seen him peripherally and yeah, yeah, I've, always sure. thought, I've always thought to myself how has this guy not been cancelled yet because he just feels like that kind of guy you know no, absolutely and there was stuff you go go back to and listen to and it's really offensive but he has frequently you know upgraded his things and commented on the fact that the old stuff is the old stuff and he's yeah 
always trying to avoid that kind of thing. It's surprising, but kind of not inspirational. But like you know, you got you, you got to have respect for him. Yeah, end. no, 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 no. It's it's uh, it's it's the right side of offensive, whilst also trying not to punch down as much as he's punching up, which mm. is why the slobs versus snobs thing comes in in the last half of the film, and it gets really, really interesting. Yeah. Kind of should be the whole film is the, uh, you know, Stern versus NBC, mm. Japes. But also there is an inherent sense of uh, using other people for their comedy thing. He will, you know, people if they're uh, differently abled. Or if they've got some sort of deform deformity, is that the term? Mm. I don't even know what the term is, I'm afraid. I do apologize yeah. for that. If, they, if they're slightly different, he will, you know, utilize them and kind of play with them. And sometimes yeah. it feels really wrong. Mm. It was like Eric, the actor, who was a short guy who wanted to act and they just utilized him because, you know, he was aggressive and wanted to be an actor. But, you know, his size wasn't useful for anybody. So they just kind of played with him around for ages and just fucked around with him and it just felt weird. Yeah, I've listened to a lot of stuff because there are some. I listen to the prank calls. Oh yeah, like they would do like radio you know, prank calls to radio shows, kind yeah. of playing around with the small time radio shows. The oh, ones right. who would do those, you know, when he would do the voice at the start of the film when he do the wrong. Yeah, so those kind of people, the ones who are fake professional in that weird way, right. and I always find them quite entertaining because he's found he's got people who do that for him. It's not him being funny; it's kind of other people being funny and him just airing it. Like he is uh, a content connoisseur more than he yeah. is a comedian. Yeah, that's what's interesting is the getting the people, creating a community of people. Yeah, I, I never thought he'd be someone that would interest me or entertain me. And after watching this, yeah, and after watching this, I'm like, I would listen. I don't know if he he must have a podcast at this point. Well, I mean, the the Stern show is on Sirius XM. Yeah, and I believe there's a podcast version of that, but you probably have to pay for that. Yeah, probably. But I, I get like an hour free. I think you get like an hour free. Yeah. But, here's but it's one, daily. It he's daily. probably now someone I, I wouldn't mind listening to. Like, yeah. Well, there you go. Quite regularly. Do you listen to him much? Or? No, I don't. No. I don't but really you're... care much for radio and yeah. podcasts. Yeah. You know, I like to have like a <laughs> weekly schedule only so yeah. I can you know, catch up on things and not have to be inundated because I feel very stressful. I need to clear my palate every week. Otherwise, you know, I fucked up and messed up the schedule. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I um I struggle enough with the um the Ralph report. It's it's a great show, but it's daily. It's Monday to Monday to Friday. Yeah, I can't do with that. And then, and then when, every now and then he like he took uh, Thanksgiving off and stuff. We would take a week off here and there. We would never um, take a week off. And he'll put up uh, old episodes from like 2018 or 2019 or whatever. Yeah. And I don't have to listen to it, so it's nice just to have like a week off. Um. Do you want to hear me have a week off? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, Where's my about, SNL review? <laughs> tell me about the first time you saw um, Private Parts. This would be like the every time I've seen Private Parts would end up being uh, it was on ITV4 at like really? 10 o'clock at night. ITV4? Just, I don't know if I would have guessed ITV4. Yeah, it's always like that was the channel it'd be on. It wouldn't be on proper TV, it'd be on ITV, hmm. ITV4. Channel, like, maybe I thought. No, 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 that's the thing. Yeah. It's weird because ITV4 sometimes has some interesting films on, yeah. like the ones no one even no one wants to put on the broadcast of Terrestrial. Hmm. And you know, I, I guess I was like, what, sixteen, seventeen? All right. I was like, oh, I mean, it's an eighteen-rated film, but it doesn't look like it's violent or uh, you know 
too intense, I can probably get around to watching this. It says it's a comedy. It must be interesting. Mm. And I watched it. I was like, oh, this is an interesting take on someone's life. I mean, I'm always interested in the story of entertainers and where they, how they go through their things. Yeah. So I was watching it. It's like, this is interesting. And then when it got into the, uh, the the rubbing side of things, when it picks up, and then when Paul Giamatti comes in, I was just in hock heaven. Sorry, pig heaven. Yeah. He's he's really good in watching it. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's young in this. You can tell because you know he looks like he actually uh, has a little bit of hope about to be removed from him. Oh yeah, he again. lost all all the hope of humanity that he nowadays has. He just walks around going, ah, 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 I could afford Andrew Garfield for one more film. <laughs> Poor guy, he was going to be so good as Ryder. <laughs> I mean, not like as a, a performer, but like as fun, he was going to be so. Yeah. Good. Do you think he'll pop up again in Spider-Man? Surely. I mean, not in the next one. Not in uh, No Time to Go Home. (laughs) But uh, maybe the one after that. Yeah, now that the multiverse... Spider-Man, Rhino's Revenge. If only. And it's just a picture of Tom Holland getting, you know, punched in the face by Paul Giamatti. And it's not even their main character. It's just like, you know, at uh, the premiere for No Way Home, when Paul Giamatti snuck in angry he didn't get in the film, he punches him and someone's taking a picture of that and then put it on the uh, poster and said, there we go. It's better than the other one Sony had ever mocked up. <laughs> and that pic- person is me. I'm going to take that picture. I'm going to orchestrate the fight. Um, me and Yun Woo Ping are working hard on the choreography right now. <laughs> I'm... Um... I'm very surprised with Howard Stern about his his uh, love life, his you know his marriage. Like the whole film, sort of rests on the fact that he he was this outrageous person, and he did the whole you know having sex with someone through the radio, and he had uh, was a Pamela Anderson in the studio naked and stuff. Well, it was just a I don't yeah. know who it was in the film. Um, and um, and yet he didn't like. He didn't go crazy. Cheats, that. right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, that's the that's thing. what that's what the hero says. Yeah, I can't imagine that's the truth. I I wonder what um what is actually true in this film, like certain things that happen, like the sex for the radio. That was that that made it seem like that was the first big break, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was saying to you, I wonder if he if he ever met this woman that he had sex with Frederick because you know I, I was wondering if it was that big that like she was you know I think today it's not that big you can't talk about how small it was <laughs> yeah but I think if that had happened today you know social media and stuff would track her down and she'd, she'd get her 15 minutes but maybe she didn't well probably three minutes he said yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> three yeah. seconds wow okay um yeah uh, stuff like that I don't know how true it is whether that was is that actually a skit or real kind of thing well not even that is was that the the thing that the, the moment sort of broken yeah the moment. i think it's the, i think it's the convenient moment mm. that dramatized it easier than you yeah, know it works like in a the slow rise yeah. yeah yeah there's a lot of things that are this works for a film yeah yeah and um what about this um uh pig vomit like I'd love to see him. I'd love a documentary about this, basically. Well, that's a, it's it's like an amalgamation of a couple. It really is, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, but I would love a, a full-on proper documentary and and to see. I, don't, I just want to watch Paul Giamatti just walk around being miserable for a couple of hours. Yeah, I, I wish fun. he would make one film where he would walk around being miserable for a couple of hours. 
<laughs> that would be great. Too too often he's happy and kind of, you know, light on his toes and dancing around New York. I want to see him sad. Struggling, maybe. Mm. Um, yeah, this was... Ansel Elgort went to the premiere of West Side Story. He yeah, didn't I... go with handcuffs on. What happened there? I saw that. <laughs> It's weird. When is that out? Is that this Friday? Nope, right. a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks, all right. I mean, I'll go see it. I'm, I need to be. I need to be watch, watch the original first. It's on my so, system. You can watch it in 4K. Ooh. It's not good. good. I was going to watch it through... Um, R.I.P. Sondheim, it's not Max. good. I know. R.I.P. Leonard Bernstein, it's not good. Um, Sorry, focusing on uh, yeah. a different side of New York. Um, yeah, this was really interesting. I didn't think I was going to be into this at all. And like I said, the, when it got into the second act, um, I was I was like one of the listeners that they were talking about. You know, um, the the fans of him listened for an hour and twenty minutes, and when asked why, they said they want to see what he says next. And the people that absolutely despise him listen for two and a half hours. And the reason why is they want to see what he says next. And that's what I was watching this for. I just, I, I, this could have gone on for another hour just to see what else he could say and what else he would do. That was outrageous. And how else he could piss off the uh, NBC bigwigs and stuff. It's it's a fun, it's a fun time. Exactly. Yeah. I was um, kind of worried at the start because I don't, I don't remember it being quite so slow at the start. Yeah, it did feel quite slow. And I yeah. felt like, oh shit, this isn't working for me now. But then when it finally gets yeah. in, it's like, here we go. This is where it's meant to be. This is more of the the actual story, and not just yeah. this one guy who can't stop talking about how amazing he is, but also you know how bad he is, and that's kind of isn't that funny? He's being so you know self effacing but also you know smug and self indulgent. Then mm. it became like actually interesting, which is what I remember. Yeah. It's like you know a story about people try to break ground in entertainment in a place where it's always been very shy to move forward yeah especially yeah the first act especially of him like you know trying to be a, a run of trying the to be a radio dj yeah, yeah. normal dj voice from was, back in the day here we go kind of... coming up next it's cliff richard and the shadows with fuck you <laughs> it was kind of painful yeah. It was like, you know, you, you also just wanted he's not to come out. This time. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, because the first act, it was like, you, you could tell he's acting. The second act, the second third, he was just becoming more of himself. More and that's himself. what he's more used to. Um, but yeah, when he's um, when he's trying to be a run-of-the-mill uh, DJ and it's... Uh, it, was just, it was just painful. It was just like, you, you, you're desperate for him to come out of his shell and be become himself make the change already um and when he does it's it's magical i yeah i'm, I'm really, really kind, it's a kind of magic it's a kind of magic yeah kind of magic yeah um yeah i because going into this i was sure i'd read things about how you know stern plays himself and it's not great it's not bad it's fine. Like, obviously, like I said, the first act is acting. Yeah. And then and you can imagine that just third... kind of lingering in people's mind. That's like, mm. well, he wasn't good there. Yeah. And so everything else is just him struggling to come back from that. But yeah, he does. 
Yeah, he does. The, the second third act, you're just like you're you're completely comfortable. You're like, okay, wait, I can I can get along with this now. Like, I'm not focusing too much on him as an actor because he's just yeah. being himself now. Before he was being the person he was trying, you know, trying to be when he first started off, and he was going back to that, and it just, you know, it was uncomfortable for him, and it was uncomfortable for us. I feel like it's uncomfortable for me every time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm truly shocked at how much I like this. Isn't that good to know sometimes? You watch something and say, oh, actually. Yeah. Actually, there's a secret film here. If it hadn't been on the schedule, um, and I, I think you'd mentioned it a couple of times to me before, and I, like I said, I'd heard it in the ether of people mentioned, you know, on movie podcasts or through Twitter or whatever. I knew that there was this film with Howard Stern where he plays himself, but I don't think I would have ever been inclined to watch it. Hmm. Um, but sometimes I trust you uh-huh. and sometimes it works and this week it worked and last week it works to be fair as well but this week it really worked and last week it really worked but um, yeah no this I'm, I'm, I'm very surprised and even the poster doesn't really sell it because no. it just the, the poster looks really cheesy because I just put it up on my uh, Instagram yeah, as, him. as my film of the year what, what you know 235th film of the year um and it's him topless and yeah it looked really kind of cheesy and i was just like okay let's get through this and it was like that again like i said for the first act it was like that but then you, you just get into it you really get into it yeah i'm i'm surprised i'm shocked i mean half of this was just so i wanted to have another poor Matty film on that direction because right. You know, you don't have enough. Yeah, I always want more Portia Matty. Did you think I was gonna like this? Or, you know, I felt uh, before before starting it, I felt like oh, I think this is fun one he will enjoy. And then half, then in the first half hour, I was like, oh, maybe I didn't. Maybe I'm. Yeah, because I was a bit and quiet then, the first half because I was just like, okay, yeah, and I was a bit quiet because yeah. like, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we were both going through the same thing. Don't worry. Yeah, and I'd yeah. seen it a couple times before. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked. I'm actually shocked. So, are you mad you watched Private Parts? Not mad at all. Not mad. Are you movie mad for Paul Giamatti? <sighs> Surprisingly so. Yeah, Thank Paul Giamatti's really good in this. He's really would, good. Would you say that Paul Giamatti is actually quite a good actor? And in a very enjoyable screen presence? I'm not saying anything because I don't know. Would you say he's a very that. enjoyable screen presence in this film? Yes. Like an hour and nine minutes when he finally appears, were you yeah. happy to see him just... On a chair, kind of looking disgruntled already. <laughs> just leaning and far out. Like he's you know, already broken wait. before he's yeah. met this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Do you know what bugged me a bit? It was like um, when they when they they having that meeting and they said, "Oh, we we've hired him, but we didn't listen to him." Yeah. And then the, the is it two or three people that hired him get fired, and they're saying like, "Oh, well, we got we can't." get rid of him because we have to pay him half a million dollars or something to close this contract so we have yeah. to, we're stuck with him i i was hoping for a little redemption um of getting those people back and just seeing them get rehired like okay yeah fair enough he's the number uh, one disc jockey in the world that's not how anything works yeah everything is miserable sad broken brutal <laughs> just like me oh yeah. where can i find you to cheer you up Oh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ethan Runt. I'm going through bad times, so you know it's always good to come see what I'm up to. Yeah. Maybe I write something harrowing about what's going on. 
I don't know. Maybe. What about you? You can find me at movie underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and movie mad on Letterboxd. Oh yes, that's right. I'm Ethan Wright on Letterboxd. You can find me uh, my recent reviews of Hellraiser and Necromantic because I'm going through horror films. Because why? I don't know. <laughs> I hate myself. You really are broken. Aren't you? Okay. Oh, Never thought I'd see that day. Oh yeah, I'm beyond broken. Mm. Um. So I how are we talking? Long, long enough, you know. Yes. Well, next week we are doing an in person, aren't we? Maybe. Next who week? knows? We have. Who 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 knows? Who knows? What's important, of course, is uh, where you can find. Sorry. Are you movie mad? Yeah. Are you movie underscore mad? On Twitter, on Twitter. and Instagram. And, are you movie uh, mad pod on Facebook? Facebook. Are you movie mad at hotmail.com? You can email it's us. Like an email, you can email yeah. us at. Do some funny jokes towards us. Maybe you can just tell us what you think. Hmm. Are you a pig vomit? <laughs> we all pig vomit. We're all a little pig. And We're all a little vomit. Um, yeah, what is next week's film? Are we going to top this? Well, I mean, we've made jokes about it this time around, but we're going to cover 9-11 next week. Okay. But we're going to do it from, I wouldn't say from Vegas, but i go for Nevada's other big location. Mm. Reno? Mm. 9-11 in Reno? That can't be right. That's strange. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I think we should take this to uh, the uh, singer of uh, the Apple Bottom Jeans song. Is that possible? I've no idea who sings the Apple Bottom Low Jeans Rider. song. Low Rider. Oh, right. Okay. Are we going to watch Ice Spine? No, we're going to watch Zookeeper. <laughs> God. I think Melty's going to come here. Apple Bottom Jeans. Remember <laughs> <laughs> that? that? And they go to, uh, I can't remember what Brad restaurant, and they sing that song, and he dances around as a gorilla. That's like no, his voice coming out. I've not seen Zookeeper. You've not seen Zookeeper? How many times do I have to reference Zookeeper until you start bloody watching it? I'm not going to watch Zookeeper. Why aren't you going to watch Zookeeper? Why would I watch Zookeeper? Because Kevin James, you know, noted anti-evolutionist, <laughs> decides to uh, hear the voices Wait, of Stallone and Cher as like, what? Kevin James noted anti-evolutionist. Oh yeah, on the, he he doesn't believe in evolution so much that on the set for Here Comes a Boom, when they had scenes set in the school library, he insisted all books about evolution were removed so that all the only the Christian theories were available on wow. set in the background. Yeah, so when I heard that, well. you know you know about how much I love him, right? Yeah. Oh, all that just kind of wisp fairy dust just disappeared. Wow. Yeah, very hard to hear, but okay. Yeah, I see we're gone. Well, until next week when we watch uh, Zookeeper. Yeah. I yeah. mean, what's what's more of a terrorist incident than Zookeeper? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Are You Moving Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.